welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hey guys, just want to give you a little bit of warning. One of our appliances was running during the episode and we we didn't even notice it. So we're really, really sorry about that, but we really hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello. 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 Welcome to Laurent Collective Podcast. And we have one of the collective here. I'm here. Well, one of the children of the collective. There's two yeah, of us Yeah, I was going to say, we're yeah. part of the collective yeah. too, right? Um, Are there more collective members? Is it like a cult? <laughs> no, it's not. But we, um, if you are listening, you might want to head over to YouTube. You don't have to, but you might think about it because um, we are going to be tasting some UK Christmas treats. And I've got my festive. And well, I do too. Christmas and jumper on. So one thing about the I UK don't have Christmas sweater. is that people wear Christmas jumpers. I know it's a thing in the states, but it's like the ugly Christmas jumper. I, I mean, I don't think ours are ugly. Maybe Mine's I don't ugly. know. Uh, <laughs> mine's really warm, so I'm gonna have to roll. I don't have one because I will outgrow it immediately. Well, yes, this is well. He did have one, and our kids outgrow theirs every year, and then they get to a certain point where they don't. They have Christmas jumper day at school, all this stuff. I mean, so. we wear it like once a year. What's the point anyway? I know. True. Ours we do every year, so I actually have a hat that goes with mine because if you can see, well, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, and then Pat. Mine is just a, says "Let it snow" because I would really like it to snow here. Yeah. Fun fact, actually, as we're doing this, there is snow on the ground in London, which well, is extremely barely, rare. But it is a, it did a, a good amount of snow. Well, it's not a good. Well, it's amount. not a good. Like it's a, it's an it amount of an snow inch. that is, is acceptable. Mm, I mean, close to an inch, maybe. maybe. But it was beautiful last night, and we were yeah. all really hoping that we'd wake up to a lot of snow. And Didn't happen. it just has started. I mean, melting. it's an But we have snow before Christmas here, which is extremely rare in London. So all those videos and movies that you see of London and snow. In the Christmas time, no, it doesn't really. happen. At least in the six years we've been here. So, we are going to give our American perspective on mm. UK Christmas desserts, or what do they call it here? Pudding. 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 Very confusing for Americans because pudding to us is like Jello pudding, which is really hard to explain to people here because <laughs> yeah. they just don't understand what it is unless we make it. Um, but pudding here just generally means dessert. Mm-hmm. But then it's confusing because then there are just puddings that are called puddings like christmas pudding what we're gonna have in a minute so i don't know i don't understand that (laughs) but we will admit this is not the first time we've tried all these things we have all tried this before Mm -hmm. some of these things we tried the first year we lived here and we have not had them Uh, since why are we trying this? because we don't like them so we're gonna give a teaser a spoiler alert that there are some of these that we do not like my days okay maybe maybe we've changed our palettes i know actually that could be true But I thought we would give a little um, history on some things before we taste them because we have asked these questions and been like, why do you continue to eat this? Because as we'll discuss with each of these things, each of these, besides one, I haven't heard too much about one of them, but um, people either say, well, you, I don't really like it either, but we just eat it because it's tradition, which is just kind of funny. Um, or, um, yeah, they'll ju- that's usually what it is, is. It's tradition and that kind of thing. Some people do generally like these things, though. So... The first is Christmas pudding. We have a very small version here because we already know we don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I did not make a lot of it. Um, mm. Oh, the smell even. Um, <laughs> can you guys smell? <laughs> so this is a dessert called Christmas pudding. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. um, you can see what it looks like. It's like, I, I hate to use this phrase because this isn't even a close to a brownie. It looks like an upside down fruit cake is the closest thing we can um, basically for that, a U.S. I version. I don't even know if that's even close to a, it, what a fruit cake. But it I smells mean, I guess. Um, so you put it in a mold basically and then you boil it or steam it and then you flip it upside down. I think some people might eat it plain, but everyone has told us, oh, it's because you haven't had it with brandy butter or brandy cream. So I do have brandy cream. Yes. But I thought before we eat this, which all of us, as you can hear, are um, so excited. <laughs> this is your fault. I did type out some historical facts so we could understand why on earth this is a tradition. We also have glasses of water because we know <laughs> we don't mm. like it. We don't have like uh, like spit buckets. So. <laughs> <laughs> we do not. <laughs> so you actually have to swallow this. We do because we're on camera and we're not yeah. spitting our food out. Yeah. Okay, so Christmas pudding. Originated as a 14th century porridge called frumenty? How would you say Fermenti. that? Fermenti. Something like that. That was made of beef and mutton with raisins, currants, prunes, wines, and spices. So that's what we're smelling is like the spices. Um, don't worry, there's not meat in it now. This would often be more like soup. It was eaten as a fasting meal in preparation for the Christmas festivities. But by 1595, frumenty? Frumenty? <laughs> was slowly changing into plum pudding, mm. having been thickened with eggs, breadcrumbs, dried fruit, and given more flavor with the addition of beer and spirits. The word plum could also mean dried plums like prunes and other dried fruit, which there's still a lot of that in this. Yes. It became customary to Christmases around 1650, but in 1664, the Puritans banned it as a bad custom. Which the is Puritans probably, had the right idea. Probably yeah. why we don't know what it is in the United States, because the Puritans banned it. Yeah. They had the right idea. They had the right idea. You're right. However, dear King George the First in 1714 mm. reestablished it as part of the Christmas meal, having tasted and enjoyed plum pudding. By Victorian times, Christmas puddings had changed into something similar to the ones that are eaten today. So this is a Victorian dessert. Over the years, many superstitions have surrounded the Christmas puddings. One says that the pudding should be made with 13 ingredients to represent Jesus and his disciples, and that every member of the family should take turns to stir the pudding with a wooden spoon from east to west to honor the wise men. Hmm. During Victorian times, puddings in big and rich houses were often cooked in fancy molds like jelly ones, so that gives you an idea of kind of like different shapes it could. Yeah. Traditionally, it's just like an upside-down um, circle. Like it looks, usually looks like a volcano sometimes. A little bit. Well, sometimes, yeah. yeah. These are often in the shapes of towers or castles. Yeah, towers. Normal people just go. had puddings in the shape of balls. If the pudding was a bit Normal heavy, <laughs> a bit heavy, they were called cannonballs. Okay, if you're eating something that's called after something uh, it wasn't before. No. So, everyone take a deep breath. You just yelled at Zane for banging the table. I knew I did bang the table. Yeah, sorry. I was everyone say. just heard that if you're listening. Okay, so I'm going to take this stuff called brandy butter uh. and I pour it on the top. Ooh, there's a film on the top of the brandy butter. I already don't like it. I think it's because I warmed it up. It's all been warmed up. I followed everyone's directions. For those of our British friends that will say, you still haven't done it right. Um, some people pour, now I'm not going to know exactly what, if it's brandy butter or brandy cream and they light it on fire. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. This is the one that you light on fire. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to pour a lot of this. Maybe it will make it taste better. Mm. <laughs> that looks so appetizing. All right, we're just going to share this plate. So I'm going to put it in yeah. between us. Fork. Uh. Okay, you don't have to take a big piece. This is not a requirement, Zane. Just take a small piece. 
And you have to describe what it tastes like for people who are, are listening uh, and, and I hope watching. I don't get that much fruit in mine. Oh, oh, you're going in no. for a big piece, I can't, Zane. I can't. Stab it. It is kind of weird to eat. Oh, it's like mushy. I can't. There you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have five napkins. All right. Oh, gosh. Okay, the brandy butter helps it. I would describe it as wet bread. Yeah? Oh, that's so gross. It's just, it's it's my just like... That one juice. That one juice. Okay. Oh. I think there's this... I, there's. Oh. It seems fine at first. Those, and then it leaves the, an aftertaste in the your mouth. The fruit in there is mm. just not... Someone decided to put raisins in bread. It's disgusting. See, I don't mind raisins. And I like dried fruit in general. But it's this mixture. There, like, if you're watching on YouTube, like, it falls apart. Ugh. It's just wet like it's yeah it's like I, i'm gonna say not, i'm gonna say no it. don't say that word. it's really moist oh come on <laughs> and it just it just it's like thick too uh like okay if you think and of, then you and then you bite into a fruit and it's uh well here's the thing not, okay no. because if this were a brownie i would be like that's awesome because it has a really gooey center but it does not have the same yeah it feel. doesn't taste like a brownie at all it's but if you want to understand what the consistency of it is like that's what i would describe of a brownie that's not quite baked all the way and has a really gooey center and you'd put like ice cream on top or something yeah so you're fooled to thinking it might mm. taste really good because of the way that well it doesn't look that great actually it's not very appetizing in that form, it seems but... like it should it must just be i don't it all it has yeah, alcohol let's move in this it. Out get it up the next smell well not that the thing coming up is any better <laughs> yay uh, why did <clears throat> you make us do this christmas pudding number two and you're gonna have to cut this while i chat about the okay. history so this at is at least the rest of these besides this are okay <laughs> yeah oh gosh i'm really not looking forward to this one either <laughs> You want me to read this Why one? Why did we do the two bad ones? I guess that's good. We, we did the two bad first two. to end on a happy note. Okay. You want me to read this? Would you like to read it? Sure. Okay, so Zane's going to read the history of the Christmas cake. But let me t describe... How do we describe this? Um, pretty much what we just ate. So this is more... this That would be like a weird fruit cake for the United States. This is like a fruit cake, but then they put marzipan on the top of it. And then Pat... Or Pat... You're not Pat. My name is Zane. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Hi. Um, Zane is going to read the history, which will give you a little bit while I try to cut. I think they're hard to cut, too. Okay. So, Christmas in England, cake. Christmas cake is a tradition that began as plum porridge. People ate the porridge on Christmas Eve, using it to line their stomachs after a day of fasting, <laughs> which is weird. What? I just think that's funny. They lined their stomachs with it. Ugh. What does that I mean? mean? It, it is pretty it. thick. Soon, dried fruit, spices, and honey were added to the porridge mixture, and eventually, it turned into the Christmas pudding. In the cake. United States, cake. yeah, Christmas cake. Why have you? Oh, oh did I might have had yeah, a typo? Put, you, Ignore my typo. In the United States, fruit cake is often served around Christmas, uh, but this is not considered an actual Christmas cake in the states. It's so. <laughs> Keep reading. I mean, in the oh. 16th century, oatmeal was removed from the original oh, recipe, and butter, wheat, flour, and Jeez. eggs were added. These ingredients helped hold the mixture together, and oh, we'll share one. And in what result? What were you doing when you were typing? This? I don't know. And resulted in a boiled plum cake. Richer families who had ovens. Began making fruit cakes with marzipan and all an almond sugar paste for Easter. For Christmas, they made a similar cake using seasonal dried fruit and spices. The spices represented the exotic Eastern spices brought by the wise men. 
Okay. This cake became known as the Christmas cake. All Christmas cakes are made in advance. Many of them are made in November, keeping the cakes upside down in an airtight container. A small amount of brandy, sherry, or whiskey is poured into the holes in the cake every week until Christmas. This process is called feeding the cake. Okay, so let me clarify. I know that one said people make it in November. The majority of people we know started the year before. Well, they so they can. make you know, Well, a lot of our friends yeah. that do homemade Christmas cake, they make it. In fact, this one on it says aged for a year that we bought. This is a store-bought oh. one. <laughs> so they make it. Oh, and that is, like Chris, that is like fruit cake in the States. Like that you age it and then you pour alcohol over it and that's why it doesn't go bad, I guess. We something that didn't come up in the history that people people keep telling us too that like yes it was like very you know back and it's been around for a very long time but that it was also super popular without the marzipan um, during the wars because you couldn't mm. get a lot of flour and sugar and stuff and mm. that makes sense we're not, but that's not happening but we have I all those things that we can get so um, I have an abstinence from alcohol so. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, it's cooked in. Nice try. Uh, so you, you have to get. So some for of those who are listening, the marzipan, if you know what that is, it looks like white icing. So you get a little excited at first if you don't know what it is. But it's, I mean, I've seen some that are thinner, but it is awful well, thick. Yeah. And when you uh, cut it, it doesn't come out like a piece of cake. It gets crumbly. And man, people love this though more than the Christmas pudding. It doesn't people look like. It. it just looks like there's dried fruit underneath there it doesn't look like it's there's anything just, holding yeah. it together i'm gonna Why? try and get marzipan that like was... we didn't think of a like way to clean the forks as well oh. by the way well lick off the pudding <laughs> ew you have to get you have to get some of the marzipan okay you have to and... get marzipan and the what a oh god quote-unquote cake no why did why, why did we do this podcast I don't, this was someone's idea. I think it was all of the kids' ideas, and Zane's the only one that said he would actually do it with us. The other two said, no, thank you. Yeah, true. <laughs> they they made this idea, and they dipped. I never said this mm-hmm. was a good idea, for the record. No, Jude and Veda came up with this idea, and they are not present. Oh, oh gosh. That is a hefty chunk, Dad, I have to say. Here? Okay. I'm, I'm... I'm going in. Oh, it tastes the same as the pudding, I think. Ugh. God. Oh, only saving grace... It's a marzipan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's what people will say to us. You bought store-bought. You should have homemade. We've yeah. had that, too. Still, I will eat it if people have okay. made it homemade. This so, is better than the pudding. I will say Yeah, that, it's yeah. better than the pudding. Because of the marzipan. Only because of the marzipan. I don't even it like It kind of helps keep things together, and there's a little bit of a sweet taste with that. So this that is helps. better than some of the ones I've had. Some of them taste way, like... I won't, I won't call it. There's one person we love to death that does homemade one. <laughs> and it tastes way too much like alcohol. And then I know another person that mm. does one. And it is more cakey. This one is like crumbly when we cut it. Um, and then people, I mean, people have been bringing uh, homemade ones to our church like crazy recently too. Uh, it's not as bad. So if we had to rank it, Christmas pudding's definitely grosser. Yeah. It's, it's also not See, great. And I like <laughs> these spices. Like... The spices remind yeah, me of drinking like a chai tea or something like that, but it doesn't work for me with the fruit. I just, I mean, that marzipan is Ugh. helps it so much. That's the only reason. I mean, I'm gonna pick uh, up the marzipan for those of you watching on YouTube. I mean, it's that's actually, a lot of marzipan. <laughs> so maybe they put it on there to make it. So I, what I think this wasn't in our historical facts. I think someone had that Christmas pudding and thought, let's put. Ice I don't in like it. that. Let me <laughs> see if I can put sugar on it, and make it better, mm, and they did this. That yeah. Makes sense. 
Now there's an advert right oh. now for someplace that has added in the Christmas pudding has added like chunks of caramelized biscuit. I really don't think that would help it. I'm not sure that would help it. All right, that comes nah. out of the way. What was that? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, that, done with that. Why? So our vote so far is. I don't know. So we have Christmas so pudding at the bottom, and then we have right Christmas pudding is at the bottom. Christmas cake. Christmas cake. We'll see what happens with these others. Okay. So those are so far two. Christmas pudding and Christmas cake are very traditional. This next thing is also very traditional, and that is called minced pies. So they come in different sizes. We got little mini ones. Um, and we'll read the historical facts on this one. Okay. So inside of it is called mince meat. Um, which it's not actually meat. Well, it used to be though. The reason mincemeat is called meat is because that's exactly what it used to be. Most often mutton, but also beef, rabbit, pork, or game. Mince pies were first served in the early Middle Ages, and the pies were quite sizable, filled with a mixture of finely minced meat, chopped up fruit, and preserving liquid. What's preserving liquid? Is that alcohol? I don't know. Uh, no. I don't know what that is. Okay, mince meat originally came about as a good way of preserving meat without salting, curing, smoking, or drying it. Mince pies have been known under several names over the years. Christmas pies, spelled with a Y, indicated their popularity at this time of year. Shred pies referred to the shredded suet ugh, and meat. <laughs> Look up what suet is if you don't know what it is. Crib cakes, I have heard of these called that actually, mm. which allude to baby Jesus and his crib and wayfarers pies as they were traditional treats served to traveling visitors. Hmm. They've been referred to as mince pies in literature by countless dignitaries and important historical figures. Mince meat would often be made on stir-up Sunday, along with the Christmas pudding, the last Sunday before Advent. As a side note, did you know the Christmas pudding also had original meat in it? We already said that. Um, stirring, I think I typed that and then found the other thing. <laughs> stirring the mince meat was quite an event, and English tradition dictates that it should only be stirred clockwise. Stirring okay. the mince meat anti-clockwise would lead to bad luck and poor fortune in the coming 12 months. No! I did not make these, so... I don't know. We'll I look, hope that the, that they did it the store did that correctly. And we if you to, wanted to, to be to ensure good health and happiness in the upcoming year, you should eat one mince pie every day for the 12 days of Christmas, from Christmas Eve until the 5th of January. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I'm going to admit that I actually like these. Now, ba, I can't remember ba, what your ba, feeling is ba, on ba, these. Ba, ba. So I think they're all right. I'm not. Basically, for those of you listening... It is a pastry, and it, we've had these kind, all kinds of different pastries. Normally, it's like a short crust pastry, mm -hmm. um, and then mincemeat, which is actually just dried fruit and like preservative stuff, almost like a jam kind of thing, but with little chunks of dried fruit in it, yeah. are put in the inside, and then it's topped with more short crust. Um, these ones are like topped with a snowflake. Often that'll be the same case. Like it'll have a flat top with a snowflake on the top of it. Um, I've seen a heart. I've seen a couple of things. A lot of people make these homemade. We have made them homemade. I did make them homemade, and they don't look anything like this, so we thought we would show you the traditional ones look like this, and yep. we will give these a go. Do you need to play Zane, I'm sure over? everyone is enjoying your humming. Yes. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Zane, <laughs> now, humming now Christmas stuff. 12 days of Christmas in my head because you mm -hmm. mentioned it. Okay, so the, and they normally you cook them, you bake them, and then the yeah. store-bought ones come in these little, little tins. Like... They were warmed up. Sorry, they're not as warm anymore. I'm just going for it. You still have a whole thing in your mouth? It's not that oh. bad. See? Why is this the same stuff that's in those two, but this is better? What do you think? The pastry, maybe? Mm, I think the pastry helps a lot. Because it does have a kind of the same taste. But there's like... 
I think the jam aspect. I'm saying jam. I don't think that's what. It's I don't think that's what it is, but like whatever that consistency that's with the dried fruit helps a lot. What do you think, Zane? Oh, you're still chewing. Okay. That by far is probably my favorite Christmas treat here. Mince really? Pies? Yeah, I really like mince pies. Mince pies are good. They are a very tasty. It's like um. But yeah. I would say that that the short crust pastry is amazing. I think I, I should just like, say probably a lot of Marians if you're listening and like you didn't just bread. see the size. When we think of pie, we think of like a pie, like a pumpkin pie or something like that. These are like little miniature ones. Um, sometimes you make them in cupcake tins. I think those are actually those are big and thick. Yeah. These are like a, um, I guess these would be like a mini muffin pan. Yeah. Because the size of these ones, um, so it varies on the size that you get and everything. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because it is the, the mince, same combination the of fruit and spices. Is, I like that it's small because it's like a little treat. It's mm -hmm. like just, it's not really like a thing that you would I have. I mean, they do like, make them big sometimes. Oh, this is like a meal or this is a dessert that you would mm -hmm. have. It's just like, oh, it's a snack that you have around Christmas. Yeah. It's kinda... I like it because it's kind of like a little bit of a different take instead of having like a chocolate treat or like. Yeah like a biscuit or a cookie kind of thing. Like, that's what I like about them. Like, so often, the speaking of chocolate. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a second. Often, these are served um, with like mold wine or mold juice, mm. um, which we did not have. We have some and we didn't heat that up. That would have been nice. But um, so often it's served with something like that. Jude, if he were here, Jude can take down mince pies. Like, yeah. it's nobody's business. Like, when we are someplace and there are mince pies, actually. I always find him over there just shoving more in his mouth. So this is Jude's favorite yeah. um, Almost by far. to the point where you have to tell him to stop eating When them. I make homemade ones, I have to, I mean, I, I think he has forgotten they're there, but normally they're gone right away as well. And so he... He is terrifying. He, he has taken monster. the mince pie in. <laughs> yeah. And this tradition, um, he absolutely loves. And so that is... Um, He'll be sad that he wasn't here for this. But there's leftover ones for him. Okay. So I throw in, threw in a rogue one. And we do have this in the United States, but you don't see it as often. Oh, I'm going to need that for my cake. Oh, and that is the Yule Log. Now, controversially, I would say this is actually not a UK tradition. But because we're in Europe, bringing it out. there's I, I, would, I will say there are a lot of traditions that we have partaked in here that are obviously a lot of different European countries and everything. This, I was trying to pay attention as I was, we were getting ready for this and stuff, the things you most often see, so I went into all the different grocery stores and like, they'll tend to have this Christmas stuff out in a little section. And this was always there with the Christmas pudding, with the Christmas cake and the mince pies. And there were some other things here and there. Um, I guess the other thing that you see a lot, and I'm gonna say it wrong, even though I'm learning Italian, is panettone. I think that's how you say it correctly. Um, that is a big thing. Um, I couldn't find one that was a little bit smaller and I'm the only one that likes it. So it's dangerous for me to have it in the house so that they're big. Um, I have, sometimes they have many ones and I couldn't find them anywhere, but that is an Italian Christmas, um, pudding, Christmas dessert. And that you do see all over too. That is everywhere. And there are some really, like you guys like the, they have traditionally have fruit in them as well, but it's more of a cakey consistency. Um, However, there are some really good ones that are like double, triple chocolate ones here and stuff mm. like that that have been made more kind of UK Americanized type of thing. Yeah. But this is called a Yule Log. So I'm going to read, and this one is pretty tame actually. This is not decorated. 
Um, basically, for those of you listening, it's in the shape of a log. And it's decorated to look like a log. This one, not so much. Is the one that they have here as well, that's like the caterpillar? Is that well, the, that's a different, that's that a different take different? on it for the rest of the It looks like there. a log and it's called a log. But no some way. of them are decorated really, really pretty. And people put like little like um, fondant mushrooms and stuff like that on it and make it really look like a log. This looks like a log, but it's maybe, I, I went for the middle range um, when yeah. it came to buying it. Looks nice. It's a very expensive one. Um, and I w could attempt this on my own, but I'm horrible at decorating things. You could have done it. You're good at decorating cakes. But all right. I can so, give it a go. Yule log. History of the Yule log. <laughs> <laughs> Cleverly shaped and decorated to look like a three day lo 3D log, the cake represents a melding of ancient midwinter traditions, one that celebrated the end of winter, and another honoring the Norse god of Thor. Oh, oh, bringing in Marvel there. The no, Yule log um, cake is. <laughs> is it that says what? Norse god, as in Vikings. Okay. I know. But is Thor Marvel? Yes, okay, he is sorry. in Marvel. It's. Uh, I just want to make sure I said that correct. <laughs> I've embarrassed my son and my husband. Uh, moving on. The Yule Log Cake is rolled Genoese sponge cake filled with buttercream and decorated with chocolate frosting or ganache, which is combed with a fork to create a bark-like texture. That's a large fork if they had that. That looks like Yeah, that's a that big fork. Piping thing. I mean, it does look like a log. Woodsy decorations are mush, a must. This doesn't really have that on there. Crushed pistachio moss, marzipan mushrooms, and holly garnishes give the impression that these cakes are lifted from the forest floor. Victorian bakers who invented this novelty cake had a far older tradition in mind. In pre-industrial Europe, the Yule log was an actual piece of wood. The name comes from the Nordic Midwinter Festival, which we already talked about, about burning logs in honor of the god of thunder and lightning, Thor. Viking invasion spread the tradition across Europe, and the celebration became entwined with the northern European winter solace rites, especially those of the Celts, <coughs> who believed that burning a massive log vanished the winter darkness. I wish that worked. Is it Celts? Celts. Celts. Sorry. I, I was going to say, you said Celts. Did it's I say Celts? Celts? I don't know why I said that. Celts. The first... <laughs> <laughs> It's, I'm going to blame it on the alcohol in the Christmas cake. The first <laughs> known Yule log cake recipe was published in 1895 by the French pastry chef. So, this is a Nordic thing, tradition, but yeah. a French pastry chef came up with it, and you do see it everywhere. So, I'm going to cut into our Yule log. Yep. Who wants the end that has all the icing? That's me. Okay. It That's is kind me. of hard to cut into, so they must have used more of like a ganache kind Ooh. of thing. All right, so there it's you go. Me, it kind of looks like a Swiss roll. So I've cut, yeah, I've cut into it. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see bit. it's like, um, it is like spiral on the inside with the buttercream. Yeah, I would say it looks like a Swiss roll a little like bit. It looks like a Swiss roll to me. I can't remember. Have you guys had one of these? We, I've had one. I've had homemade yeah, ones. Yeah, I feel like I've had one of these. Um, often at like the school Christmas fairs, which is also not really a thing in the States. That's a whole nother discussion. Um, somebody will make a homemade one of these. And there was one, I think, this year. And it was gorgeous looking. Oh. They had all those cute decorations and stuff. I think we may have saved the best for last. Let's be real. Oh, by I did that in absolutely. This one is the best one. <clears throat> Why is it this the is, best? It is definitely, it tastes like a Swiss roll to me. Because it's sweet and it is chocolate. How? Where do you go wrong with those two things? Like the cakey texture is really light. Yeah. Do you think it's too sweet though? No. My my palate is, ta is tasting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's what a palate does. God. My palate is changing since, so our daughter, Veda, she very much like doesn't like sweet things. And just in general, puddings, desserts here are less sweet than they are in the States. 
And I am slowly not being able to handle sweet things as much either, which makes me kind of sad. All right, so your thoughts That might just be because you're getting old. Okay, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. What, what do you... So yeah, you think I it's mean, like a Swiss I'm, roll? I'm like almost done. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's like a Swiss roll. Like, it's better than a Swiss roll though, actually. Yeah, no, I, I just think like the, the texture, the cake texture is really light and like... It's just, yeah, it's just Come super on, light. Come on, Hollywood. The, te- <laughs> the, uh, the chocolate and stuff like that is just like perfect. Like it's just a... You know how like sometimes you can have like chocolate on chocolate and it's and like it's too much. and it's too much. Yeah, this isn't that way at all. I don't. I mean, at least this one that we got isn't that much at all. Like it's 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 just it's the right. nice. It's tasty. Yeah, it would be really good with a cup of tea. I'm yeah, save mine when I make my cup of tea after this. Yeah, <laughs> save. Okay, so I think I know our ranking. I think Zane's gonna have more. I don't think we're saving anything. I'm good. I'm I'm full. Now, okay, but. what would you say? So yeah, uh, that's number one. The Yule log. Yule log is number one, followed closely by Christmas, uh, or what? No, followed closely by mince pie. I thought you were gonna say Christmas cake, and I was gonna be shocked. So yeah, Yule log, mince pie, and then like leagues down, like <laughs> proper Mariana Trench stuff. We have Christmas cake <laughs> and Christmas pudding. You look shorter than me right now because you're not sitting up. I like it. <laughs> Oh, no, now he's going to sit up and look taller than me because he is taller than me. Yeah, I, I think we don't yeah, agree I, on that ranking. I think yeah. that ranking is perfect. I also would agree that there is a major trench in between the, the top yeah. two and the bottom two. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. To and be honest, I don't even think the bottom two should make the list. But that's just my opinion. Well, yeah. So. so I'm sure we have forgotten. Like I said, we, we didn't. There are certain things that we did forget. We tried to do the major ones that we have noticed people always have on Christmas. I'm sorry to our British friends that we do not like Christmas pudding and Christmas cake. That's disgusting. We, now we can be, we have tried. We have tried homemade. Yeah. We have tried. Um, um, there's plenty of American things that I'm sure that they don't yeah, like. Yeah, true. One of my okay. favorite memories, though, is getting the Christmas pudding because everyone told us we had to have it on Christmas. And we had our our dear friends and our, our Kenyan friends over, and they had never had it before. Or <laughs> we made it. We stuck it in the middle great. of the table. We all took one forkful, yeah. and the noises that came out of everyone's mouth were not good. That was great. Um, they, in fact, I think there were several people that just spit it out directly into the napkin <laughs> that they had. Yeah. <laughs> and then... I remember one of our friends, she said, please tell me you made something else for dessert, which I did. (laughs) Um, But we did try it. I wish I had videoed that because it was hilarious to see everyone's reaction to it. Um, That was our first reaction. I have to say, after six years of living here. I just can't get into it. Yeah. Nah. Sorry, guys. We have tried. I know there's American things that you guys all think are very strange, but this will be something. not great. That we will not be converting on. We're gonna take. I think the pudding we have to trash, but we're gonna take the Christmas cake to church and share it because they might eat it there. It'll be gone like that. Yeah. And the mince pies are staying at our house. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, the yule log will be gone before tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's. A, I mean, that's hefty though. That's that's a lot. That is. It is kind of. It's a lot to eat. So maybe it won't be gone by tonight. But that's. A, <laughs> so there you go. There was our take as Americans that's our ranking. on the UK traditional Christmas puddings. Slash desserts. I think you guys should give it a go. See what you think. If you can get them. Yeah. I have Absolutely. a feeling in the United States, depending, I know there were some grocery stores that offer British stuff and it tended to be very expensive. I wouldn't go break the bank for one of the other I mean, ones. If you, like, if, if you like dried fruit. If you like fruit cake, maybe. Like, you might really like it. Yeah. 
I'm there is a potential. That's true. That's true. It's just not for us, I guess. I never liked fruitcake in the States either, so maybe that's part of the problem. Yeah. But fruitcake in the States actually is even sweeter, so there is a touch. If I had to pick, yeah. it's a bit better than, than, than Christmas cake and stuff, so... Yeah. All right. So that's our take on the Christmas stuff. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, we actually, when we were coming up with the ideas for this, we came up with some other things for our family to, um, we've done, we've done treats, but um, we thought we'd do some other funny things as well that are kind of just quirky things that are different and cultural why, things that why, are different. Why did we do this again? <laughs> because your brother and sister came up with the idea. And, and then, then they left. And then they bailed. Just not decided that they weren't going to do it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, nice. I don't think Veda would have even touched two of these. She would, and mm -hmm. she doesn't like mince pies either. So I think she would have <sighs> said, and she's not a huge sweet chocolate fan. So Veda yeah. may have sat here and ate nothing. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's all right. She prefer like her chocolate. Her her hair boo. Her, yeah, that's true. I so. suffered for your entertainment today. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Zane, for that. Yes, you're welcome. You. Next time we have you back, maybe we'll try um, orange chocolate. <laughs> a no. Terry's chocolate. No, orange. it's. That's bad as well. That's also something it's, people give each other for Christmas. No. The Terry's chocolate orange, but we did not bring that here because no, none of us oh, like. Can we hurry up? Because yes. I can still smell. Okay, stuff. we're gonna go make ourselves a cup of tea and get rid of some of this stuff and save some of it to pass on to others. But thank you so much for joining us um, on the Lauren Collective podcast. We hope you guys have a merry Christmas or whatever holiday you may be celebrating in this season. Um, and we actually are going to be taking a break for several weeks and be back with you in the new year. So we hope that you guys have a chance to rest in whatever way is available to you. Um, and yeah, we are thankful yeah. for you guys and for tuning in this past year. And do let us know what things you would like us, whether it's something UK related, business, family, whatever, that you would like us to talk about in the new year. And we will be sure to do that. Take see you care. Next year. And see you next year. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.